0: Back to normal for the most part. (laughs) I'm back all week. Ben Kenny's uh, back in his role. Everybody's back to normal. Good to have you on board today. The draft has culminated. Um, Some are saying this is the best draft Goody's ever had. Uh, I, I am never in favor of taking kickers unless they're a sure thing. So they got a kicker, they got a backup quarterback, at least that's what you believe, and they took care of some needs. Uh, some say Van S. is the guy, others say that there were others ranked higher that would have fit the Packers' scheme much better. Uh, I, we'll, we'll wait and see. All the conjecture about what the Green Bay Packers did uh, this past weekend. Uh, it, it, we can sit here and speculate, we can you know put grades on it, A's, B, C's, all that kind of stuff. I think it was a B. I, I think it was a solid B, which is a, is, is a good draft. Uh, but they, you know, kind of came – how do I put it? it, it, it I, I think that there were some other guys there so that I might have gone with, but I think for what was available – At the time, I thought the Packers did a pretty good job. I thought Goody did a good job. I think there's some excitement there. So, Uh, anyway, that being said, uh, Ben Kenny is uh, on board. Ben, how you doing this weekend? You didn't get arrested or anything at the Mifflin Street Block Party? No. Why? Why is that thing such a train wreck every year? That's a good question. I don't think I have the answer. I've I've participated every year. We hear about arrests and we hear about problems. Well. those arrests should be taken with a
1: grain of salt. I, a bunch of them are just, you're you're drinking in public, and there are
0: 50,000 cops there. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I I don't know. So is it just the fact that you chalk it up to, like, they, they used to have, right after the Scarlet and Gray game at Ohio State, uh, over on High Street, and there was a place called Papa Joe's. Everybody go to Papa Joe's, and it was like a street party. And it was just a bunch of college kids that, had a chance for the first time to see the football team and it was scarlet and gray weekend and then everybody would go up a high street and it was just bar to bar and you were allowed to drink in the streets but you had to be of age and all that kind of stuff but it really it really didn't mess with you unless you were completely intoxicated so there would be some arrests there would be some tickets given but it wasn't this you know every year it was you know somebody would have gone big fights or shootings or any i mean it was none of that we just but but now you know the big story really overall is the fact that you've got a wide receiver for the Wisconsin Badgers busted at, at the block party. Now he's going to face disciplinary if if he's not completely, you know, set aside. But what the hell? Who ta- who takes a gun to the block party? It's not confirmed. So I I want to wait
1: until okay. the story is completely clear to to make a definitive statement on it. Okay. And okay. to be clear, contrary to popular belief, I was not there this weekend. I was playing golf. Yeah.
0: Um, which are you just got like getting ready for this upcoming weekend?
1: That's part of it. Uh, it's also okay. what I do for fun.
0: Yeah, you do that to relax.
1: I, I, I do it you to do, do something.
0: To we've got the uh, yeah to stay out of trouble. We've got uh, the uh, the Bill Michaels Open this weekend. Uh, this weekend, I don't know if there's any spots available, but if you want to play golf and you want to take a shot, give them a call. Veroqua Hills, beautiful golf course. Looks like the weather is going to cro- cooperate. I started to look ahead to the forecast this weekend, and it went from being in the 50s to now mid-60s, close to 70, partly cloudy, So, which means partly sunny. It looks like we are going to be, this will be the first real nice weekend, short of that one weekend, that little stint we had of uh, the, you know, upper 70s, low 80s, it, this will be the first nice weekend we've had in a long time, and uh, everybody's going to be itching to get out, so join us this Saturday at of Roqua Hills Golf Course. Call them to find out if a spot's available available for you, 608-637-7615. we got some food coming up after the fact. We've got, I think, like 36 foursomes or something like that that are... You know, in the scramble, uh, 1 o'clock is a shotgun start, so if you're coming from other areas, you still got plenty of time to get there. I mean, from, like, Milwaukee, where I live, it takes me maybe two and a half hours, to two hours, 45 minutes, something like that. So it's still plenty of time to get out there and enjoy yourself. So come on out and say hello. We would love to have you. Love to have you. Looking forward to it coming up this weekend. Uh, ben, what did you think of the, uh, the Green Bay Packers draft? I really
1: like it. I, well, I spent all of Friday convincing people that Lucas Van Ness was a great pick Uh, and, and I think it was somewhat successful. Some minds were changed, but it started strong. And a lot of people were unhappy with the pick because of the lack of a wide receiver at that spot. But entering Friday rounds two and three, you knew they were going to address those positions. And I'm not going to say that, that the guys they got are going to be great or they're going to be bad. They seem to fit. Uh, so we'll see, like they, they did what we thought they would do in the draft. They got a, they did a classic Packers pick at 13 and then they Uh spent the second and third rounds bolstering the tight end and wide receiving core around love. And based on what I've read from people that know more than I do, a lot of the late guys are, are very impressive and were good ads and maybe shouldn't have fallen that far. So
0: we'll see. The, uh, the Lucas Van Espick, um, a lot of people really liked, uh, really liked, as a matter of fact, and uh, they they think, like, this this guy has all the motor and all the skills and all that kind of stuff that this could be uh, a really big deal. Now, um, when you look at his, his rating through, um, through uh, our lads, when they go through the whole thing, The red-shirt sophomore entry, Barrington, Illinois, blah, blah, blah. blah. Never been a starter, but he was a rotational player for a few years. He has the size and the length to be on the top uh, end of the rotation. Uh, Van Ness is a high-ceiling prospect who has flashed outstanding play in the role at Iowa. Primarily a three technique uh, is an outside guy. Freshman getting uh, the majority of his sophomore reps. Uh, at defensive end as opposed to moving inside and outside. Uh, Good leverage sets the edge with powerful hands underneath and a forklift blocker on the edge. Um, Stay square, all that, yada, yada, yada. Uh, They said his relentlessness chasing and second effort has produced uh, the fact that he has just been this good. And at this point, he's still a raw talent. Footwork needs to be refined as he can get a little bit locked up. Or gets a little loose when it comes to balance when he gets engaged. He needs to refine and add to his arsenal of pass rush moves, which everybody does coming out of college, so that's nothing new. Uh, but they 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 pick him pretty high. He uh, he rated as a 9.14, 9.14. Uh, but he wasn't the highest rated guy. There was uh, Will Anderson, Jr., which who went higher. We all know that. There's Miles Murphy out of Clemson uh nolan smith out of georgia was higher tyree wilson out of texas tech was higher will mcdonald was rated higher um and then lucas Van s so there was a few there that were a little bit higher than him at the defensive end edge rushing position but he's a guy that still rated over nine in uh, our lads and got a lot of praise so I think a solid pick. I think the fifth and sixth best tight ends on the board, once you got past the Kincaids and and, and such, um, was Musgrave and Tucker Craft. And both of those guys that they were able to get them. All Now, they picked, uh, uh, who was it, um, uh, Reed, the, kid, the wide receiver to Michigan. They picked him in between them, but they went after the offense right there. And I thought that was solid. The defensive tackle, Colby Wooden, out of Auburn, I like uh, the quarterback out of Penn State. It, they took a quarterback to get a quarterback because you needed somebody. I don't know if I, I like that pick there. Because between him and the kicker, um, Anders Carlson, they're – there wasn't a lot of talk at that point in time about those guys coming off the board. I didn't understand the need to go there at that time. Ben, I I don't mind the pick. I, it, it's the timing of the pick maybe that I question a little bit uh, going – because did you think that the quarterback, Sean Clifford, coming out of Penn State was a good pick? No.
1: Uh, and I, I this is the one time today I'll make a definitive statement on something – where I, I can't control, I probably don't know what's going to happen, but I think he stinks from what I've seen throughout his college mm-hmm. career, if, I, if I'm being completely honest. So that right. was very surprising. And, and everybody said after they did it, oh, people are angry. We knew they wanted a backup quarterback. We knew they wanted a veteran. Right. And he's, what, three years older than Jordan Love, actually, or, or two years older. Right. But it's not the fact that they picked a quarterback. I knew they would in the fifth or sixth round. It's who they got. I I just yeah. don't think he's good.
0: I even if I don't think he's good and I I really don't have any kind of a major opinion either way. I do I think he's going to be suddenly, you know, an incredible starter, not really. But I when I was was watching this, I think the surprising fact was if you got him later and maybe they knew something that we didn't maybe they really coveted something that he brought to the table and they didn't want to lose that maybe somebody else was going to grab him but uh the timing of it was kind of like "Ah, there's still more you could still get more value at that position or "At, at 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 that draft position and i don't know why that came about at that particular point in time um but you know greg says what about just an ota arm yeah, but you don't take them in the fifth round. An OTA arm, you take seventh, you know, sixth, seventh at the earliest, you know, or, or let them fall to being a street-free agent coming out of college. Uh, I just don't think I would have taken them in the fifth round. Uh, so, anyway, that being said, uh, I do like the wide receiver uh, Nick uh, Wicks out of uh, Virginia. Uh, I like the fact that they just kept going with more defensive end, more defensive tackles, more beef up front uh i i like the fact that they got cornerback depth uh they also got some safety depth now whether or not you got a guy that's uh drafted 25th in the seventh round if he ends up amounting to anything um you know i i remember ron wolf coming into the you know into the rookie mini camp right after he had made a, a draft in which donald driver was chosen in the seventh round and you know, seventh rounders were thought to be just guys that filled roster spots until it came time for the cuts, and then they found their way to the street. Uh, and he went to Driver and said, hey, if you make this roster, you'll you'll make my draft, because I believe it's a pretty good draft, but you, you could be a linchpin, and then obviously he becomes a Packer Hall of Famer. But um, I I don't know what the contribution will be. I like the fact that they tried to address a lot of their needs, but they didn't reach. The only reach to me was at quarterback and place kicker everything else seemed to fall into place it's you know when you started to look at best available as you watched it and i gotta admit I, I i didn't sit there on on saturday it wasn't until i got home last night that i watched the recording uh of the draft and as i watched and i saw players fall i was kind of following the value board that was set up by both i you know when i saw it on uh espn and the nfl network and then when i had my Lads guide out i was watching the value charge and in you know, if you, you probably argue a place or two for a particular player, but for the most part, the Packers, I thought, did a really good job. I thought Gutekinds and his staff did a really good job. I, the only two things I question is a kicker and, uh, and then obviously a quarterback. Now, you all know and we all know that a good kickers are hard to find. So if you know you've got one and taking a place kicker in the sixth round, I'm not a fan of taking a kicker, period, kicker or punter for that matter. But if you think you've got somebody that good, they can add points. That they can be your points leader. So, I'm not overwhelmingly disappointed there or take issue with that. I'm just never a big fan of taking kickers. Just never have been. But you know what? They took Mason Crosby, and he's turned out to be. He'll be a Packer Hall of Famer. So, if uh, you know, if Carlson ends up with uh, the same type of career as Mason Crosby with a stronger leg then, boy, did they, did they benefit because you got a field, uh, field flipper there. So I, I'm impressed by that. 877 uh, 867 We've got a lot of draft talk today. We've got a lot of analyzation coming up today. Uh, so that being said, want to get your thoughts on all of this. Go ahead and hit us up. You can get a hold of us, 877-867-1670. I want to get your thoughts on all of this. Uh, on Twitter, you can hit us up, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can follow me there, at Bill underscore Michaels. Follow Ben, at Ben Z. Kenny. Over on Twitter, Instagram, simply The Bill michaels Show. The Bill michaels Show on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show on Facebook. You can subscribe for free on YouTube and on Twitch TV, uh, just simply under Bill Michael Show. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That is thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website is thebillmichaels.com. You can download and listen to the program anywhere and everywhere, especially when we get interrupted by some afternoon Brewers games at uh, the Zone Madison, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison uh, on the app. Download that. You can listen to the program on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. So many ways to get a hold of us. Let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot to get to. What were your thoughts on this year's NFL draft, specifically the Green Bay Packers. So I want to get your thoughts on all of this. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And at Pella, you know that I love these things, and the weather's been so damn goofy lately. Came home last night, I set the temperature in the house at uh, 67 degrees, I walked in, every room, 67 degrees, perfect, perfect inside when it was yucky outside, that's where damn sure, got flakes and flurries and wind and rain and everything last night, nothing inside, nice, toasty, warm. Kick the heat up to 70 degrees when I went to bed last night. Everything's 70 this morning. It's perfect. And whether it's vinyl windows, impervia windows, three different types of wood windows, they have innovations like the roll screen, the hidden screen, different the slider windows, different hardware for the inside, different exterior for the beautification of the outside. Whatever it happens to be, they've got it. But you can't do anything if you don't get the free, free in-home consultation from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call them, 855 855- Pella WI, that's 855 P E L L A. Pella WI, 855 Pella WI. Just simply go to PellaWI.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Voting season is right around the corner, and if you are thinking about getting a travel cover, maybe something recovered, new Bimini top, maybe you've got a business with a canvas out front, looking old, looking moldy, looking nasty, whatever it may be. Maybe you've got gym equipment that needs to be recovered, office equipment that needs to be recovered, rather than buying all new now that everybody's going back to the offices. Get a hold of our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's, D-O-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's cover it all. Dot com. That's Dwayne's Cover It All dot com. He does boat covers, awnings, gym equipment, office furniture, home furniture. If you've got a family heirloom you need redone, he can do it. So much more. Get a hold of our buddy Dwayne, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. He's in Wausau. He's worth the trip or shipping things there, whatever it happens to be. Uh, if you've got, say, uh, an outdoor patio. That you want to put some sales over the top of, he can cut those for you too. Just measure them out and he'll get it to you. Great stuff from our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Brandy says, Love the draft. Hope the safety room has zero injuries, though. I agree. I agree. Um,. Let's see here. MZ says uh, quarterback Will Levis got drafted number 33 overall. Will Levis could not beat out Sean Clifford out of the quarterback job at Penn State, so he transferred to Kentucky. Packers got Clifford in the fifth round. I, I Let me say this. I've never been a fan of Will Levis's anyway. Uh, so I, I he was a product. And, Ben, would you agree he was a product of the hype machine? He got hyped up. The Reddit account came out of nowhere. Suddenly there were people using his name. Uh, the the Mel Kuypers had him rocketing up as big, which is my why Mel Kuyper Kri- is the, one of the biggest Eddie Munster-looking, full-of-crap people I've ever listened to. But he's like, my gr- gotta go to Mel Kuyper. He's our inside. He's our g-. He's full of crap. He's just like, there's nobody else out there that's better or worse, but Mel Kuyper Kri- Mel is always got this somebody he's got he's got a dark horse he's rocketing and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen and he's like oh i don't i, I you don't know anything you're not your father you don't know anything you just got a funky hair doing that's about the extent of it but uh, will levis i've never been a fan of he was a pack, uh, he was a product of the hype machine would you agree ben
1: correct yes uh, for those that watched him playing college i don't think him getting drafted is a surprise cuz he has the physical tools but it was not a surprise to see him fall because he just wasn't very impressive on the field. No. And, and in terms of quarterbacks beating other quarterbacks out in college, I could give 30 examples of lesser NFL prospects beating out future great quarterbacks. Like Dwayne right. Haskins and Joe Burrow was a young kid at, a, at Ohio State, had to transfer out. Yep. Uh, Justin yep. Fields got beat out by Jake Fromm at Georgia, transferred to Ohio State, and then became great. Now, there are so many examples each way.
0: I never, I, yeah, you're right, because you don't need to look any further than Joe Burrow, who couldn't find his way onto the field, and yet he's by far the biggest miss. And I've never been a big fan of Ryan Day anyway. Ryan Day, and going back even to Urban Meyer, when Urban Meyer had a stash of quarterbacks and guys were leaving because they could never find their way onto the field. Joe Burrow, he saw the writing on the wall. He wa- He's from Ohio. He wanted to represent Ohio State. It pained him to leave, but he knew he could play. And then he goes off with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and company, and they ended up winning a national title. And look at what he's done since. So huge miss by Ohio State. Huge. Because they didn't win a national championship. And they let that guy go. And that's still something that people point to that program and go, what are you doing? What what are you doing with your quarterbacks? What are you doing with some of your – you're stockpiling so much talent, you're letting good talent slip through your fingers rather than paying attention to some of the guys that you do get. Um Let's that see here. was this in 2018,
1: a, for the record. Since then, they've had a pretty good record of quarterbacks.
0: They, yeah, but they haven't still won a national title. Yeah. And they've had, by far, some of the best talent. Now, don't get me wrong, Georgia has just been a machine of talent and completely uh, dominant on both sides of the football whether it's offensively in the trenches uh pass catchers but more so defensively they have been they have churned them out man i mean you know you know you're with uh, now the uh the Philadelphia Bulldogs <laughs> so you how many bulldogs did they draft over uh, this year in the draft for the Philadelphia Eagles Ben
1: three in the draft they traded for one uh DeAndre Swift and they got two last mm-hmm. year yeah so six
0: well i mean the packers too Devonte Wyatt, Quay Walker, you know, you've got all those guys there. Packers have gone into that pool. You'd be stupid not to. would be stupid not to. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Nas says, go Pack Go, I'm ready for the new era. This, uh, th- this probably the fastest and the youngest Packers team since 2010. Can't wait for the season to play out. Um, youngest, I'll go with. Fastest? I had to maul that over. You st- you, when you look at the defensive backfield, certainly Jair, absolutely. Stokes when he was healthy, but who knows how he's going to be. Quay Walker I'll agree with. Um, Devontae Wyatt's got incredible footwork, him and Kenny Clark. So if anything can develop alongside of those guys, uh, even if it's TJ Slayton as a big body or a rotational guy, uh, they'll be solid. Outside edge, Van s. Good motor. He's not a fast guy, but he's much quicker uh, and strong. Like they said, he's got, you know, forklift arms. So you're hoping he's able to, you know, figure out a couple of moves and really. Uh, and by the way, can we stop comparing Van S? I I saw Van Ness compared to TJ Watt all day on Friday and Saturday on Twitter. Now, it wasn't all Packers fans, but is, do you think Van S is in the same stratosphere Ben, as TJ TJ or uh, JJ Watt was JJ or so. TJ either. I don't think so. I mean,
1: coming out, probably not. I, I don't know. I don't... He's, he's different than both of them. I, I think both of those guys were older when they were drafted because JJ had to transfer to Wisconsin right. Lucas Van Ness is turning 22 soon. So he's different. And, and yeah. yeah, I do think it is unfair to set those expectations.
0: Um, uh, the, the new tight ends they picked up are quick. You obviously have Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Both are pretty quick, pretty fast. The offensive line doesn't need to be quick. They're stable. The tight ends, uh, both are pretty good in 40 times four fives, four sixes, pretty solid. So, yeah, I guess, you know, for what, uh, for what has been in the past, I guess, yeah, you could be right that this could be the fastest team the Packers have had. Um, I I have to go back and start in the comparison. I haven't really looked at it that deep in that sense, but I think, uh, depends on who you read. I, I, I was reading uh, on the uh, athletic now, Ben, do you get the athletic? I do. Yes. Um, I write it off
1: taxes for a work experience.
0: Okay. So where did the athletic have the Packers?
1: Number six overall. Six and, overall. And this is, he didn't do letter grades. He did uh, just ranking them based on right. the halls he likes the most. And, yeah, the Packers sporting were
0: six. News, sporting News had them near the bottom. ESPN had them in the middle. Our lads had them in top ten. That's what I'm saying. It just depends on who you, who you read as to who, as to, you know, the, it, it's all opinion-based. Uh, Am I excited about that? I'm excited about the draft every year. But I have learned in my years um, to temper my excitement Uh, because I, you know, I I didn't think Rashawn Gary would amount to much, and he's been solid. Uh, I believed Ted Thompson when he told us Justin Harrell was going to be good, and he turned out to be a complete terrible train wreck. Um, I I just uh, – you look at particular players – and you think um, where they're drafted holds this level of weight as to how good they should be. And what happens more often than not is you end up becoming disenfranchised because, say, your first-round draft choice is a bust, but your second, third, and fourth are pretty solid. And then you don't know. you know. So I just I temper my excitement. I get a chance to go uh, up to training camp and see these guys. And then you start to go, okay, this guy looks like a play. and Here's here's something. Here's a good example. Kenny Clark, when Kenny Clark first got there, Kenny Clark, uh, he came in and B.J. Raji had, had decided to call it a career. And Kenny Clark is drafted. Now, Kenny Clark is standing next to Mike Daniels. And I was like, wow, is this guy small? Man, is he small. Uh, and the only thing I kept thinking was he is – Really, he's got big stout legs and thick. And I thought, you know, as a center, what you work with is leverage. So he's small. He, he was undersized. I thought, oh, man, he's, you look at guys like Mike Dano, who's a who was a gym rat, a freak. He was just bulk and chest and strength and strong. And I thought, man, there's no way Kenny Clark's going to survive unless he's got unbelievable squat strength. Uh, he, he'll just get mauled over and look at what he's done. Kenny Clark's been been an all pro. So I you get a chance to see him and you can kind of gauge how good they're going to be. Uh, I'm better at looking at quarterbacks, quite frankly, and saying, okay, you can see what this guy can understand. You can see where this guy can throw, the windows he throws into, how crispy is uh, and all that kind of stuff. You can see that. With linemen, backers, and such, it's kind of tough to tell. It, it's right away. Um, if I was ever a scout, that would not be my forte. Edge rushers you can, because edge rushers, you can tell how quick a foot they are, how, what kind of a power move they have, and which is Rashawn, Rashawn Gary. When he came into the league, Rashawn Gary, he didn't have a move, but he would knock people on their ass. He just said, look, I don't have a move. I'm not Reggie White. I don't have a a thunder underarm or anything like that. Reggie would get you off balance and knock you on your ass because of his moves. Rashawn Gary just got a hold of you and, and rolled you over. And I thought, well, man, if this guy ever develops a move, he can end up being pretty good. But I never saw that at Michigan. And then, obviously, as he came into the league and developed more, you started to see that. So until guys get a developmental stage of the first year or two, you don't really know how good it is. Eight seven seven, eight six, seven, sixteen seventy. So I do get excited. I'm excited, don't get me wrong. But I don't get overwhelmingly excited per player because you got to look at it as a whole. If you can get three to four guys out of this draft that are not only contributors, but really good contributors, right? Really good contributors. Then you can look at this thing and say, okay, this guy's got it. When well, you have thirteen picks. You've got to hit on at least four. Got to. Otherwise, if you hit three or less, it's somewhat of a failure. Unless those three guys that hit are all pro bowlers. Because then you've built your team up. But if if one guy's a pro bowler, two guys are just good, they're starters for at least four years, okay, great. But if out of 13 picks you only hit on three or four guys, only one of which may be a pro bowler. It's kind of a failure as a draft. So you wait and see. You hope that Van Ness is good. You hope that your tight ends are good in the rotation. You hope that Jaden Reed is a good counter to what it is you already have. And, and I'll tell you this, they need to pick some guys up. They got three wide receivers, kind of roster fillers, but they they need at least three more. They need to fill this thing out and find some guys. And hopefully that, uh, you know, obviously the cream rises to the, tri- to the top, and you end up with at least four good quality receivers that can somewhat remain in, in remain injury free 877-867-1670 hit us up 877 it's good to be back glad to be here at some point the weather is going to turn and we're all going to get back outside we're all going to enjoy ourselves. and if you're going to do that you want to kind of supply your patio supply your deck whatever it may be your backyard living space maybe you want a fire feature you want to get a fire pit whether it's a wood burner a gas burner maybe you're looking at your patio table going this thing's a piece of crap it's rusty it's rotten it's got stank on it from whatever the hell happened over the summer last year and you want to get rid of it okay get rid of it go ahead get a hold of our friends at master's ease not only are they uh, huge selection but the quality is unbelievable And this is the reason people come from all over the state of Wisconsin and over the border from northern Illinois to get to Master Z's. Go to Master Z's and check it out. Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. But just pick up the phone and call 262-746-5931, 262-746-5931 for in-store specials. And if you're looking for indoor enlightenment, whether it's pool tables, shuffle boards, table games, dartboards both electronic and the old-fashioned way all the accessories they've got it that's master's ease blue Mountain road in brookfield call robin a gang tell him we sent you this is the bill Michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network <laughs> You know, one thing that you do miss when you travel is a lot of the local places we get a chance to go and enjoy. And one of the places down the street from the house, the Nice Ash Cigar Bar. And I know that I had a couple of friends that got together. They went down and watched the draft on uh, the, uh, the draft on Friday night and on Saturday down there. And they were texting me pictures and different cigars and all that kind of stuff. And, and I missed it. But I had a great time this past weekend. But that being said... Uh, A lot of people took my advice and went down and just uh, plopped into the big, comfy leather chairs, had a cigar, had a beverage, had a hookah, whatever it happens to be, and enjoyed some of the music over the weekend. That's uh, Nice Ash, theniceash.com, Cigar Bar, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. You cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. The wide receiver, Jaden Reed, looks really twitchy. And return kicks as well in college. As always, I uh, have to see uh, if it's the XFFers XFers to the NFL as well. Uh, well, first of all, re- returning kicks and such, that's Keyshawn Nixon. So, uh, I, you know, you can have some guys that can come in and say, okay, should Keyshawn Nixon go down, do you have somebody that has the hands capable of being able to become a returner? But uh, I don't, I, I saw a couple of comments about that as well. It's like, oh, he can return kicks and putts. No, he can't. I have nobody that I want touching the football when it comes to returning kicks and punts other than Keyshawn Nixon, period, end of the story. It took you so long to find a guy that can actually do it. You, you re-sign him. You're keeping him around. No way in hell. Uh, that's the guy that's returning kicks and punts. You just hope that Reed, if he is, uh, you know, a guy that can, can help you out, okay, great. Um, but otherwise, nah, not happening. Not happening. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh Thomas says if Nixon get hurt gets hurt, he can't. That's what I said. If he gets hurt, yes. But otherwise I'm looking at him for that. Not happening. Not gonna happen. Um Pac fan says, Finally, vacation the week uh, of the draft was a heck of a decision. No, I did the first round of the draft. I always do. I don't do the second round, never have. Uh, we talk about it on friday uh the first round, but i 've never done the second never done the second round and this was an oddity uh to be honest with you. I mean, I had a great time. I went back uh, to see my kids. Uh, I saw some family members uh, there 's a a friend of mine 's band played in, in Cincinnati at a place called Bogarts. Um, it was kind of like a high school reunion, and it just all coincided that weekend i didn 't plan it that way to make it you know the draft weekend I never do. And I just certainly, with everything that we've done, with all the travel that we've had in the last almost two weeks now, uh, it was two weeks yesterday, but to, to be gone in Indianapolis for four days, to drive back, be home for 12 hours, to fly to Florida for five days, to fly back, be home for 48 hours, to then drive to Cincinnati, to drive down there, spend two days, two nights basically there, and then drive back yesterday, uh, didn't all didn't plan it that way? It just kind of fell that way. Uh, I will say this: it was really good to get home last night and just s- sit and sleep in your own bed and just crash out, and that was it. It's been a lot. Uh, and this this weekend again, we're on uh, the road again, uh, heading up to Verocca. We're going to be there for the Bill Michaels Open coming up on uh, coming up on Saturday. Uh, ben, are you uh, are you now? You're joining us on Saturday for sure. Have you figured out the rest of your itinerary yet? I have not. And okay. that's the nature of how I go
1: about things at times. Okay. So we'll see. Well, if, I, you,
0: if you need a hotel room, you better let us know at some point.
1: That, that might be something I should figure out soon.
0: V- Viroqua only has two.
1: It's, it's on my of list of take us. things to figure out.
0: So, and I know there's people coming in from uh, different portions of the state. I know there's at least maybe two, three rooms that were, because the Vernon Inn, I think, is filling up. So, like I said, it's, the, the town's that big. Not very. And if you need a hotel room, you got to let us know, because I know one thing. And I'll say this, with all the love in the world I have for you, and you know that, uh, there's no way in hell you're sleeping in in my room. So, unless it's on the floor at the end of the bed. (laughs) You're not sleeping with me. It's not like a reenactment of planes, trains, and automobiles, and suddenly you're screaming in the middle of the night, those aren't pillows. That ain't happening. (laughs) I have no comment. (laughs) Oh... Uh, what else? Uh, how did you think the Lions draft went? <laughs> it was I, funny. That's for sure. I am watching the Lions get just crucified. Crucified. But I'll say this. Um, when, you, when, when the Lions drafted um, the other night uh, during the first round, and they picked up both the running back out of Alabama, and who was the other one? They got the inside linebacker out of Iowa, Jack Campbell. You and I both talked about it. It was odd choices. You understood the needs that they had, but like you said, that's a Dan Campbell team,
1: right? Well, Campbell is a Dan Campbell guy. No relation, right? Because it's an Iowa linebacker, and that just that's what you picture when you think Dan Campbell. Yeah. It's just like the Eagles came away with Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. And everybody talks about how, how massive of a haul that right. is. The Lions could have drafted both of them, but they traded down from six and then took Gibbs and they took Campbell at 18 instead of Smith. It's just, it's a head scratcher. You, you understand the players, but the positions right. have been somewhat devalued over the years. Yeah, it, it's, uh,
0: it, it's, I'm just, I, if you're in Detroit, maybe you're excited because you filled some of the needs that you had, and and that's a Dan Campbell, blue-collar, kick-your-ass and, you know, whatever kind of team and, and choices. But for the value, um, boy, Detroit's getting crucified by everybody for their NFL draft. And, it, and it's funny because they've done a pretty good job in the acquisition of talent and getting this team back to where – it's competitive, and it's real. So I'm going to be interested to see how their draft kind of pans out.
1: Well, that's also Maybe the first round. Bill, people spoke glowingly about what they did later. Yeah, uh, Dane Brugler at the Athletic has them at number nine because they got Sam Laporta, my guy.
0: Got, yeah, the tight end out of, uh, of Iowa. You're you're Laporta guy. I was I was I figured you were giddy when I saw that uh, on Friday night. Oh. Now, I like I like Brian Branch. Now they they needed secondary help. And to get Branch, the safety out of Alabama, when they did in the second round, I thought that was a hell of a pick. And and they picked up um, Hooker, too, out of uh, the quarterback out of Tennessee, right?
1: Yes. Who is, I think, three years older than Jordan Love. He's very old. He's been in college yeah. a very long time. But it, he, they got players that are going to be good and help. It's just odd yeah. when you look at the potential in the positions. And the now, Packers are the opposite. The Packers go edge and... And wide receiver, other premium spots.
0: I hate to knock colleges. Uh-oh. Because you look at, you know, guys that have come out of Princeton, guys that have come out of Harvard, guys that have come. Look at Randy Moss coming out of Ohio. You know, I mean, you look at where guys came from. You know, you – you. but when you look at Western Kentucky, William & Mary in North Carolina, you know, North Carolina, you know, for what it was it, uh, Antoine Green, the wide receiver? Um, okay, but – you start going to the really small schools you're wondering what you see in those players that makes them so dynamic that out of those minor conferences you say oh yeah i got to have that guy and he's an nfl player i always wonder the evaluation because that is literally finding diamonds in the rough if those guys make the team and are contributing qualifying contributing players for your draft 8778671670 we got a lot coming up today speaking of the draft by the way uh, a lot coming up. We got some more coverage of all of this um, when you when you get into it. We are going to uh, be talking uh, a little bit later on today. Uh, Justin Casey, uh, we'll be talking with him. John Cooper from Our Lads Scouting Service is going to join us too. He'll break down. The, uh, the draft with us. So, we got a lot going on today. So, stay tuned. Hang in there. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the ICHC, Irish Cultural Heritage Center. It's on Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee, and they are a not for profit. If you are looking for a place to hold a wedding, if you are looking for a meeting space, uh, maybe you want to go see one of their concerts. They got some wonderful concerts. If you're just a, an, an authentic music lover, great deals. Plus, maybe you just stop in and have an Irish pub beer. You know, on the backside of this place, the ICHC.net. Call our buddy Corey Webster over there, 414-345-8800. He's the uh, director over there, 414-345-8800 for whether it's uh, a wedding, meeting space if you need a dance hall for a recital or something like that just to practice they have those as well but if you just want a terrific place to go and see and witness and listen to music this is the place to go go to ichc.net and see all the different concerts and things coming up that they have to offer that's the irish cultural heritage center covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill Michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network show continuing Ah. on. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Stenny's, second and national, Walker's Point, and they're going to be running shuttles over to the uh, the Admirals as they are in a quest for a Calder Cup, postseason hockey at its best, and uh, either that or running shuttles to the Brewers games and all the concerts that are coming up uh, via Summerfest and such. Uh, regardless, uh, terrific food, award-winning Bloody Marys, whether it's pizzas, you name it, they've got it, good people over there. That's our friends at Stenny's, second and national, Walker's Point, and uh, also the new one coming, Stenny's Lake Country, out on Watertown Road in Pewaukee. So uh, give uh, give either – well, well that will be coming hopefully in the fall here. But uh, nevertheless, uh, our good friends at Stenny's, second National Walkers Point, good to go. Uh 867 1670 give us a shout. Um, the uh, Looking at the rankings for the Packers in the draft, I want to get let, – let's do this. I just want to go – um, I, I want to I get phone calls. I want to get people's reaction, all of this, and what you think is and isn't going to be a hit. Let's do that. Uh, this one says, uh, from uh, Packer K598, says, uh, I think we did a really good job in the draft, but you never know. Question is, why do the Packers always seem to trade back in the draft? It irritates the hell out of me. Um, The reason you would trade back is if you have your eye on a particular player or two, And those players are gone from the board. And you feel that the players at the time that you're looking at, you could either get later or the value is not there, which I know it's a crapshoot. We all understand that. You know, how many times have we seen players that get – you look at the the Kevin King draft will forever go down in history as the, oh, they passed on T.J. Watt draft because they didn't value him as high. But that's the reason, because you feel like the value that you're about to get is not worth the pick that it is. And you can get more by trading back to have more bites at the apple, I guess, is the best way to put it. That's the reason they do it. It's a pain in the ass, I know, but it is what it is. is what it is. Stay tuned. we got a lot more to go. One hour down, three yet to happen. Stay, uh, stick around. Stay with us. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.